Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Pepchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 18, part 1, pages 631 to 632. Chapter 18, The Bell of the Mystical Temple, part 1. What other thing is this except a good name? When a statesman, Saavedra, wished to portray it, he drew a bell with the epigram, It is recognized by its stroke. The striking indicates whether the bell is whole or cracked. Although the sound of reputation should be attended to rather seldom, since it increases or decreases in accordance with men's feelings, and nobody should be immediately considered worthless on the basis of popular bias, yet every servant and follower of Jesus Christ should strive to procure for himself a good name among all, as far as he is able. The Apostle advises this, writing to the Romans that we should provide good things not only before God, but also before all men. See Romans chapter 12, verse 17. This he also urged among, upon the Philipp Philippians. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. That's Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. That chosen instrument wanted us all to be instruments of glory. So, with God, as with men, he wanted us all to be the good fragrance of Christ, not degenerate shoots of the vine, not members of the head in disagreement. Finally, he wished that everywhere we should be renowned for the way we live and holy in our conduct, and that none should be found among us whose disrepute would not maliciously be spread. This idea agrees with that saying, which is indeed common, but not to be rejected. If you lose everything, remember to preserve your good name. This, however, is not to be interpreted as meaning that even if we sin disgustingly and often, we should nevertheless boast that we are close to the apostles in holiness but rather that it is more fitting that we suffer the loss of our property and life than leave to posterity the examples of a bad name. Neither can I be pleased by that well-known saying, if not chastely, then cautiously. I am pleased more by the saying, both chastely and cautiously. Who would not approve that saying of the sage, a good name is better, he says, than great riches, and good favor is above silver and gold. That's from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. A good name, says the same, is better than good ointment. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1. Therefore, Christian, follow the same man's advice, and take care of a good name, for this shall continue with you more than a thousand treasures, precious and great. Sirach, 
41.12. But I am afraid that in this matter you may fall into error, that you would not think that a good name is obtained without the true splendor of virtues, especially by unjust wars, by great spilling of blood, by wealth heaped up through lawful and unlawful means, by honors sought with cunning skill, by invasion of kingdoms, by taking powers by force, by worldly prudence, by vain and puffed-up knowledge, by oppression of the weak, by defamation of others, by bringing neighbors to ruin, by cunning fraud, by feigned appearance of honesty. A truly good name is one that is advanced, nurtured, and maintained by a good life, virtue, integrity, genuine devotion, constant zeal for God's glory, a true contempt for human affairs, concern for eternal things, love of God, love of neighbor, a conduct adapted to divine perfections, the same disposition in adversities and in prosperity, and particularly conserved by those greatest sources of all the virtues, faith, hope, and charity. This fruit of a good name will never perish and is truly pleasing both to mankind and to heaven. St. Stanislaus teaches us here that the bell of the mystical temple is our reputation or our good name. The famous Liberty Bell in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the United States is cracked. The sound of a bell that is cracked when it is struck will never be the same. It will not ring clearly. St. Stanislaus teaches us that while we should be detached from our reputations because being popular in the world is not what is most important, doing God's will and pleasing God is what counts. And yet, he tells us that we should strive, as far as is possible, to have a good reputation. We certainly don't want to give scandal by our actions. We want to give glory to God by becoming like Christ. And we should seek to give good example in our conduct. We can think of the old man in the Old Testament who refused to eat meat sacrificed to idols. His friends tried to get him to pretend to do so in order to save his life, but he refused. He didn't want to scandalize others uh, with his bad example. He preferred to lose his life rather than his good name. St. Stanislaus tells us that a good name, which is not earned, is meaningless. In other words, if we have a reputation for holiness, but we are secretly leading a sinful life, that good reputation means nothing, because God reads the heart, and eventually our double life will be revealed, causing even greater scandal. We are called to live with integrity, uh, transparently, authentically. Our good deeds will go with us to heaven.